Yes, Lord, our eyes are on you this morning. God, we love you. God, we do just put everything on the table, just individually, God, collectively as a church. God, we say that we are surrendered wholly to you. Lord, from uh, the youngest in this room, God, to the oldest, we just say you are worthy of all of our lives. You're worthy of our families. You're worthy of our time and attention. God, you are worthy and we wanna make room for you this morning. God, we wanna make room for you in our week, in our days, in our, in our year, in our lives, Lord. We love you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray, amen. Amen. Well, hey, you guys can go ahead and take a seat for a moment. You thank the worship team for leading us in a little extended time of worship. And so we'll take a seat for a second, but I'm not gonna take too much of your time because in a moment we're gonna be up and moving again. But I know that we have some people with us that are new. Uh, maybe it's their first time here. I just wanna say welcome. My name is Joe Polino, uh, and you have entered into a family service. So we have kids here, we have young, old, we have all of our kids. We're so glad to have our kids in here. And today, today is the last day of our 21 days of prayer and fasting, okay? So it's the last day of 21 days of prayer and fasting. This is our fifth year in a row to start the year with three weeks of prayer and fasting. And so our theme this year that we felt like the Lord had put on our heart for our church is that we would surrender all to Jesus afresh in 2023 and to his purposes, okay? So we were surrendering to Jesus and we were praying this prayer daily. Jesus, I surrender, fill in the blank, to you today and trust in you. And as we were doing that, we were believing that God would bring up things that he wants to, uh, to do in our hearts, to heal us with. And so we've, uh, we've also used this imagery of dropping your oar as a way of surrender. So say with me on three, dropping your oar, ready? One, two, three. Dropping your oar, and it's kind of funny to be in Dallas, which is not a lot of water around, to use a boat analogy, but to use the boat analogy of an oar, an oar, if, if you're in a boat or you're in a, 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 a ship of some kind, an oar is what you row with in order to power yourself forward. Uh, an oar is how you steer. So the rudder is actually called the steering oar, or it also can help you uh, protect the boat. And so we're just saying, God, there's places in our lives that we don't know what to do, and it's not by our own strength, it's not by our own wisdom, it's not by our own self-reliance that we can get through, and we want to surrender to you and pray a prayer of come and take over. Jesus, come and take over. And so we've been doing that for three weeks. The first week, we fasted from media, just non-essential media, so TV, uh, you know, social media, so that was week one. I think we even have a slide up, yeah, so we did week one was media. Week two, we fasted from food in some way. And then this past week, we wanted to try something a little bit different. And we said, let's try as a church to pray seven days a week for 24 hours a day. So we had a little uh, uh, software that you could put your name in or you could be anonymous and you could take a prayer slot. And I was just kind of like, we'll just see how our, our church goes. You can see on the screen, y'all, since Sunday service stopped, we have prayed for six days and 23 hours straight. Yeah, way to go, church. 
Man, I was just like, let's just see how this thing goes. And so I just want to say thank you to everyone who put in a prayer slot, who had their family come and pray, who took an early morning prayer. Um, you know, I just love seeing the name Anonymous at, at like 2 a.m. and be like, okay, you're like, you know, regular person by day and then, you know, prayer Batman by night. It's just like, okay, Anonymous, I love it. Um, and who knows, you know, this, this is just, I just love the, the forward posture of we're gonna try this. I had an early morning prayer slot actually last night. I made the mistake of getting in my comfy chair at 2 a.m. And so maybe I, I, I might've slept for 30 minutes of my prayer slot, just full confession. But in the prayer, in my, in my dream, I actually had a dream that I was praying with Matt Fisher about family life groups. So I'm gonna follow up with you because you apparently have all the answers to our children. So there we go. That's a true story. Um, so I just say, way to go church. And we're going to finish our fast with doing different types of prayer, okay? So for the next 20 minutes to 25 minutes, we're gonna have different staff members come up here and we're gonna have lead them out in prayer points. And so if you're coming here and you're like, man, I was really hoping to get filled up by God's word, I believe God's gonna fill you up by, his, uh, by praying with one another and by interacting with each other. So you might make a new friend, um, but we're gonna do some different types of prayer. We're gonna have Thanksgiving. We're gonna have a prophetic act of surrender of dropping our oars uh, in front of these pictures of Jesus. It's gonna be awesome. And so kids are gonna participate as well. So with that, Marshall, why don't you come on up and get us started? Well, hello, everybody. Uh, this, is, this is Declan. His name means man of prayer, so he's the one that's going to be bringing the fire this morning. Uh, but go ahead and stand up. We're going to be praying today. It's going to be a little chaotic if you're not a parent. If you're a parent, it's going to be normal life. Uh, but we're going to press in. Sometimes prayer takes a little effort, so it's going to be distracting. It's going to be loud. But we're just going to pray, and we're going to press in. And we're going to start with Thanksgiving. So get with your families or get with a friend or someone, if you came alone with someone sitting next to you. But Psalm 100 shows how important Thanksgiving is. Actually, in verse two, it says, come into his presence with singing, which we've already done. We've been worshiping Jesus, lifting him up in our hearts. And we're gonna begin with Thanksgiving. As it says, we enter his gates with Thanksgiving and we bless his name. We praise his name. And so we're gonna do Thanksgiving in two parts. First, you're just gonna thank God for who he is. And I want you to actually be very specific in how you're praying, just thanking God for who he is. Because the best part about fasting is not the answers to prayer, it's that we get more of God, right? The thing we have to be most thankful for is the giver of the gift. Because it says the Lord is good right? He's loving. His steadfast love endures forever. He is faithful. So just start to call out things that you're thankful as far as who God is, His goodness, His character. So just start praying with those next to you, praising God for who He is. And then I'll lead us in a second. We're going to thank God for what He's done. So just whatever, whoever you came with, just start thanking God for who He is. Yes, Lord, we thank you for your goodness, Lord. Yes, Lord, thank you that you're faithful, Lord. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. Yes, Lord, you're faithful and you're good. Thank you for Jesus. 
Yes, Lord, we thank you that you are the giver of all good things, that in fasting, the best thing we get is you. That you come and you come close, Lord. Thank you that you draw near. Lord, thank you for 24-7 prayer that you are always praying in heaven, Jesus. Jesus, you are the great high priest who intercedes for us day and night at the right hand of God. We thank you for your intercession, Jesus. Thank you for your faithfulness, Lord. Thank you that you're faithful the rest of this year, not just 21 days. All right, now we're gonna start to thank God for specific things he's done, if there are specific prayers he's answered, or if, you, if, if you've just enjoyed reading his word and you're thankful for the Bible. We're just gonna thank God for anything that he's done, anything he's highlighted over these 21 days. Start to thank him for answers to prayer and things that he's done for you. Thank you for a new Bible. God, thank you for your word. Yes, Lord, we're just so thankful for all that you've done. God, I thank you for being so present and faithful as we pray and seek your face. Jesus, that you do come. Lord, when we drop our oars, that you do, you do come, Jesus. You're faithful to come and take over. We just thank you, Jesus, for meeting with every person here. Lord, I thank you for this morning, just in our time of worship, Jesus, that you're speaking or that you're declaring your goodness and your healing. Thank you that as we surrender, Lord, that you're faithful to do above what we ask, God, that you are, you are better than planning our life than we are, Lord. So we just thank you, Jesus, for your leadership. We thank you that you're here with us, Lord, that when we pray, you always come close. You always hear our prayers, Jesus. Lord, we're just so thankful for you. I thank you for these kids, Lord. We thank you for our children that have encountered you in new ways these 21 days, Father. And I just ask that all that you do these 21 days would just be far more than for 21 days, Lord. That the posture of surrender is something that you would lead us in all year, Jesus. We thank you for what you're going to do, Jesus. That you're the best leader of our church. Or that you have the best plans and the best words that as we're surrendering, we are surrendering with faithful expectation and hope for what you have to lead us into. That 21 days of prayer and fasting isn't about the 21 days, it's about the next days and the months to come, Lord, and the years of what you're leading us into, Jesus. So we just thank you for your leadership. We thank you that you're here with us this morning. Amen. Amen. Okay, so this next part, if you've been kind of journeying with us on this 21 days of prayer and fasting, there've been different things, probably some themes that have come up for you to surrender. And one of the ways that I have found helpful to not just pray something over and over again, but to actually make it memorable is to do some sort of action with it. And so we're gonna do an action of surrendering our oars um, by actually writing down, you should have received a piece of paper as you walked in that looks like this. And it has a blank side on uh, the back and then it has an oar on the front. And so we're gonna take some time to write down things that you are surrendering to the Lord, saying like, I cannot do this on my own strength. I cannot do, I'm not smart enough for this. I'm not wise enough for this. 
And dropping your oar doesn't mean that you're abdicating responsibility. It doesn't mean like, you know, sorry, honey, I'm, I'm not doing the dishes because I'm dropping my, the oar or I'm not gonna do my job. No, it just means a heart posture of surrender to Jesus that you're the one that, that I need right now to come and take over in this area of my life. And so we're gonna take the next few moments. If you write down what your, what your surrender is, what your or is, it can be one thing. It can be several things. You don't need to put your name on it. This is between you and God. But as you're ready, we're gonna have people come up and to my left and to my right are different pictures of Jesus. So we have one of Jesus walking on the water, which we preached on two weeks ago, that the disciples were straining at the oars in the storm and Jesus comes to them and he extends his hand to them. And so this is like a prophetic act of saying, Jesus, I surrender this to you and just come and drop it in the baskets right in front of the picture, okay? So I'm gonna give you guys just a few minutes to reflect and write down. And then in a moment, I'll say, why don't you come forward and start dropping it in the baskets, okay? Yeah, and if you have not received one or you need a pen, please go ahead and just raise your hand. We have a few people passing them out. So just leave your hands up. There you go. We got Josiah and Samuel passing them out. Thank you, guys. There you go. Preston, I got you. Okay, if you still haven't received one, just go ahead and raise your, keep your hand raised. We're, we'll get to you. Okay. We got two more over here, guys. Three more. Yep. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Well, let's, uh, if you have the things that you know that you're surrendering and you wanna just go ahead and come forward, you can start to do that and just, uh, we can, it's not gonna be a usher, uh, ushers are gonna do different rows. Just if you feel led, we're gonna have the music going on in the background. Just come on forward. If you're still reflecting and thinking about that, um, just take your time. Uh, there's no rush with this, but really, again, this is between you and God of like, Lord, I'm surrendering these things to you this year. I'm surrendering these things to you. Would you come and not just help me, would you come and be the captain of the ship and he laying down our oars? If you're still thinking about it or still writing it down, uh, we will have these baskets up here even after the service so you can come and put it in uh, or if you or uh, you wanna do it with your children. But um, just join with me just in praying just over these things. Just realize like 
like treasure, treasure was just put in these baskets. Like these are not just, God, would you help me to have a better life? Like I think that's just part of the, what I was learning and doing the midnight prayer, like the 24 hour prayer. Like you don't do that type of prayer unless you're desperate. You don't do the 24 hour prayer unless you're desperate. And I just feel like there's like a, an encouragement for us to have this desperation rise up in our hearts. Like Jesus, we need to have you. And so just join with me in praying over these, these precious things that people are surrendering. Lord, thank you that as a church, God, you are birthing something new in, our, in us. God, that there is hunger for more of you and we are desperate for you. So we're not asking just for a little bit of help, God. We're asking for you to come and take over. God, come and take over in these areas of our lives that we don't know what to do, God, but you do. And we are entrusting fully to you, Jesus, as our King, as our judge, as our lawgiver, as, as our savior. God, we entrust these things to you as the majestic one. We love you and we thank you, God, that that is your joy, is to draw near to us as we draw near to you, God. So we give them to you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Okay, well, Donnie's gonna come up here and lead us in the next prayer point. Hang in there, you guys are doing great. We just have one more kind of joint one, and then we're gonna end with a worship song and the last prayer point. Go for it, buddy. All right, y'all, you guys are doing great. Okay, I'm sensing it's time for some movement maybe for everyone. So everyone, we're gonna go ahead and stand up. So our prayer point, our next prayer point is gonna be unity. Amen? Y'all, God is doing something among our church and among the Antioch movement even. I wish I even had time to go into more of it, but, and we probably will in the, in the future days, but uh, God is doing a work of unity among the churches. And it's really beautiful to see, and that's what we wanna pray into coming out of this fast, one of the many things. But the scriptures we're gonna do, we're gonna use to pray that uh, is John 17. We just finished our series in John. And so John 17 says this, I have given them the glory that you gave me. This is Jesus praying for you. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. Listen to that, like that you may be one as Jesus and the Father are one. That's amazing, like Jesus is praying that for you. And he says, I and them and you and me so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. So literally through the unity that our church has, through the unity that the global church has, that's how people are gonna know that, that Jesus is for them. That's how they're gonna know the love of God. That's amazing. That like through the way we love one another, the way we're unified, that's how God communicates the gospel. Like there's, I don't think there's anything uh, more important right now other than the gospel that like we would seek this. And so I just wanna pray this fervent hearted. And then Ephesians 4, one through three is our other scripture. So we're using these scriptures. I want y'all to use these scriptures just to pray when you do pray. So it says, Ephesians 4, one through three, as a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Here we go. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. It begins with be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love and make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. In order to keep the unity of the spirit, we have to be humble and patient, right? And bear with one another in love, right? Like there's a calling that, uh, of like to attain unity. 
basic gospel calling is like love one another, be patient, bear with one another. And when we do that, unity becomes possible and God's gonna do it and he's already doing it. And that's what I'm so excited about for this year and for all the churches, but especially in the Antioch movement, God's just doing a work. So we're gonna pray into that. And the way I wanna pray into it is gonna require a little movement. So if you are, uh, basically I wanna have multi-generational prayer right now. So if you, uh, whatever stage of life you're in, I want you to find someone who's in a different stage of life and I want you to go pray with them. So you shouldn't be praying with someone who's a friend or a peer. I want you to pray with someone who's older or younger, a different stage of life, and hopefully you don't know that person. But go ahead, and if, if you don't have kids, it may be helpful if you move towards the people with children. So maybe do that so that families with kids don't have to wander through. So if you don't have kids, go find someone with kids. Go ahead and pray with someone from a different generation. And I want you to pray loud and proud. So go ahead and pray. Yes, Lord, we thank you that you put the lonely in families, God. Thank you that you are reconciling, God, sons and daughters, God, back to yourself to put them into your divine family. So we pray that in this house, God, that we would take that command, God, to heart of being gentle and patient and bearing with one another in love to maintain the unity of the bond of peace, unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. God, would you do a work of unity in our city, God, and in our church and across the churches, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, okay, well, we're on our last prayer point. And you can stay in your same groups uh, for this one. Just stay, in your, stay right where you are. Or if you've already moved, you can form a new one. Um, but this one, we're gonna pray for healing. So we've gone through a couple passages of Jesus meeting people in the storm in particular on a boat. And it's funny, in each of the stories in Mark 4, Mark 6, and then even in Acts 27, after Paul's in a shipwreck, as soon as they get to the other side, uh, healing breaks out. So healing breaks out or, or people are, are coming to Jesus. So it says in Mark 6, verse 54, it says, as soon as the disciples and Jesus got out of the boat, people recognized Jesus and they ran throughout the whole region and carried the sick on mats to wherever they heard that he was. And wherever he went into villages, towns, or countrysides, they placed the sick in marketplaces and they begged him to let them touch even the edge of his cloak and all who touched it were healed. So here's what I wanna do first. This is, this is the two-part prayer. The first part is I wanna pray for healing for the city of Dallas. The gospel in and of itself, when it says salvation, it actually is a different word for healing. So I wanna pray for just the people in our workplaces, people in our neighborhoods, people that we encounter, that there would be a turning of their hearts to come to Jesus. And so we're gonna get in groups. I'm gonna pray into that for just the next couple of minutes and then I'll lead us in the next prayer point. And if you're on the worship team, if you wanna go ahead and come up now, uh, we're gonna close after that prayer point. So let's go ahead and get in the groups and let's pray. God, would you heal in the city of Dallas, coworkers, neighbors, family members, would you heal? Would you bring them to yourself?
So Jesus, I just agree with all the prayers that are being prayed right now about just that you would bring healing, God, to the city of Dallas and surrounding cities. God, that there would be uh, a move of, of your spirit on people's hearts to bring healing. God, for those who have walked with you for a long time and maybe the past three years have, have been shaking, God, I pray that there would be healing that would happen. I pray that um, just people who are longing for answers, longing for more, that they would find you, Jesus, in the midst of their storm, God. They would find you, God. Would you use our church, God, would you use us, God, to be ambassadors of the kingdom of God. Lord, we pray for healing. God, we intercede for our city, for the welfare of our city, prosperity of our city, and for the healing of the nations and the, through the gospel. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, hey, we're on our last prayer point. And so as we're praying for healing, just one of the things that God really put on, on my heart and a few other people this week as we were planning this service is to pray for actual physical healing. Just that uh, in particular, I felt like just in my prayer time, I felt like God said, um, you believe that I'm the God of the impossible, but you need to believe like by asking me for these things to actually have faith, not just believe in my head, but actually activate that. And so we're gonna step out there and I'm gonna ask people uh, to be bold in a moment and just say, if you, if you need physical healing, we wanna have faith in the room that Jesus can heal you. He is the God of the impossible. And we want to, lift you up to him. Just like it says in this passage that it says, wherever Jesus went in the villages, they placed the sick in marketplaces, they, they begged him. And so just if you're desperate for healing, we as a church family want to help run to Jesus with you and lift you up. And so um, just wherever you're at, if there is a physical ailment that you have or a sickness, or even I know this, this fast, there is lots of healing done in people's hearts, but I was also hearing of, uh, medical diagnosis that they, they, they don't know what's going on, but they're not gonna find out until February. We wanna pray with you. So if you need healing, you're saying, yeah, that's me. Would you just be bold and raise your hand right now and we can rally around you and pray? Okay, so we have, we have several hands. Just keep your hands up. And just if you see one of these people, just let's rally around them. Just introduce yourself, ask them what their name is, ask them how that you can be praying for them. What, what is it that they uh, need, need prayer for? And then just someone in the group, let's just start praying for them. And so again, if you don't have someone praying for you, keep your hand up. I'll just say kids, kids, we need your prayers in this time. The childlike faith. We want to say, just pray, pray, intercede. Let's go. Jesus, over every sickness, God, over every need in this room, God, or anyone who's listening, God, we pray for your healing hand, God, to come on each individual person in the name of Jesus. And we cry out mercy, God, mercy 
mercy. Would you heal, God? We know that you are the healer. God, you are the mighty one, God. So we run to you, God. We recognize who you are, God, and we run to you and we come with full hearts of faith and our hands open with thanksgiving. God, just thank you that you promised us, God, that you are with us, that you will not leave us as orphans. God, that you are with us and pray that the kingdom of God would break in, God, right now and heal people's bodies, heal people's minds. God, would you heal whatever ails them, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we rally around as a, as a family, God, around these people and we lift them up, God. We pray for their healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we're gonna close our service just by worshiping all hail King Jesus. And so just wherever you're at, if, you keep, if you're still praying, you can still pray, but we're gonna end our service by worshiping Jesus together.